1: Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Bo's by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence.
2: He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in
1: New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush,
3: rush.
1: Now, here's Bo Snurdly.
3: Welcome to the Friday edition of Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour, if you... Would like to be part of our program today. All you have to do: pick up your telephone, dial 848 WABC, 848 WABC. Yeah, I repeated eight hundred twice. I hope people don't do it. But. Uh, lots of news for Friday. Uh, let us start with something that I'm still shaking my head that it had to be it it, it had to come to this. And I just, these are the times that we're living in, folks. It had to come to this. Kansas, the wonderful, glorious state of Kansas, out there in flyover country, has become the first state of these United States to pass a bill that defines woman, woman, As someone who is biologically born female, and that is a move that paves the way, says the news article here, for banning transgender people from single-sex areas. So, in Kansas, one of these 50 states, a bill has been passed, not signed into law yet, a bill has been passed that defines a woman as a woman. Democrats are outraged. Democrats are outraged that a bill that defines a woman as a woman has passed. They are saying it is equally offensive to call a woman a woman to trans women, trans people, and to cisgender women. Now, five years ago, ten years ago, if you use the term cisgender, most people would shake their head and not know what you're talking about. Even today, when you say cisgender, people quietly say, I'm not really clear, What what is a cisgender? Democrats are outraged, ladies and gentlemen. This should be the campaign slogan. This is 2024 type stuff. This is the kind of stuff that should show up in a presidential campaign. That because of liberals in America now, we actually have to have laws to define a woman as a woman. The bill defines a female as someone whose biological reproductive system is developed to produce ova, while males refers to anyone whose reproductive system is developed to fertilize the ova of a female. Imagine that. We have come so far in America that we had to go almost back to Genesis Male and female, he created them. Now, we've had to come this far in history to go back to the beginning. This bill is, as I mentioned earlier, the foundation for future laws that would ban transgender athletes from girls and women's K-12 club and college sports, Kansas restricts school-level women's sports to female only, so not women only. In Kansas, in their state legislature, the senators voted 26 to 10. There were 10 Democrats who opposed this. Now this should be the question for every single Democrat that runs in twenty twenty four. One of the questions. It might start off like this. Now we turn to blah blah all the questions for the candidate. Yes. Um I would like to ask my opponent about a law in Kansas which defines a woman as a woman. It defines a female as someone whose biological reproductive system is developed to produce ova. Contrasting that with the male whose biological reproductive system is developed to fertilize the ova. Do you agree with that definition? And you can hear Democrats saying, yeah, you should add yes or no. Well, I can't answer yes or no to such a complex question, and I think the question is bigoted. It is bigoted, and you better believe that that's what they're already saying it. As the news article goes on to say, left-leaning politicians all over the world have been caught up in knots by interviewers who have asked them to define what a woman is. Can you, I mean, this is, this is where we are. It's kind of shake your head stuff. Ron DeSantis is in the news. There was a poll showing, I don't have the poll in front of me, and I didn't bother to print it. Way too early for presidential polls. But it showed Ron DeSantis winning over Trump. But, of course, no one knows how it's going to shake out way too early. And then you see other polls with Trump ahead and so whatever. But he's in the news for other matters. He's in a feud with PMS NBC. Andrea Mitchell, NBC News. basically accused DeSantis of being a horrible racist. She asked Vice President Kamala Harris last week, what does Governor Ron DeSantis not know about black history and the black experience when he says it's slavery? and the aftermath of slavery should not be taught to Florida school children. Now, Ron DeSantis never said anything of the sort. He never said that slavery should not be taught or the aftermath. It was a blatant lie. She lied on Governor DeSantis, like liberals have been doing. Later, she said her question was imprecise, but she never apologized for it. Well, Governor Ron DeSantis, through a spokesperson, said that's it for NBC. Nobody from the governor's office is going to appear on any NBC outlet till there's an apology. And a correction. This is a huge lie. And in fact, Governor DeSantis in Florida signed the bill that would allow mandates, not just allows, it mandates that African-American history be taught. In all of Florida schools, which compounds this lie by Andrea Mitchell. But she's refusing to just come out and say three simple words, I was wrong. She cannot put her pride aside or whatever it is, or she cannot put her own bias and lies aside to just do the right thing. Just say, I had it wrong. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to smear. I didn't mean to use a racist smear against the governor. That's all she has to say, but she won't. Meanwhile, huge story in Politico today. Ron DeSantis wants to roll back press freedoms with an eye toward overturning Supreme Court ruling. Now this, this is courage. This is smart. As a backdrop, before we even delve into this story a little bit, please remember that in the last administration, President Trump had said a number of times, that the slander and libel laws in this country need to be changed, that the press needs to be held accountable for the things that they say. Also remember that Justice Clarence Thomas has indicated, hasn't said directly, but he's indicated, that he might be open, and maybe some other justices might be open, To revisiting this issue of press freedoms. Well, the Florida legislature is now taking this up. And I'm telling you, if this passes, this could be a model case for others. The case that they want to see overturned is the New York Times versus Sullivan, it's a landmark 1964. Supreme Court ruling sixty four would mean, of course, it's the Warren Court. Earl Warren appointed by Richard. Uh, who? Who? No, it was well. I believe it was no, no, no. This may be the Burger Court. Maybe I have it wrong. I'm gonna go look. But it has to be the Warren Court, anyway this new york times versus sullivan case limits public officials ability to sue publishers for defamation and that has given the press all kind of freedoms to basically lie on public officials you saw how they did with you saw what they did to donald trump using their alleged press freedom The political article goes on to say that DeSantis has a combative relationship with many media outlets, refusing to conduct interviews with platforms except Fox News, and that's not true. He conducts interviews with other places. He was on this show. Ron DeSantis had an interview on the show. This is another lie by Politico. And yet they are panicked. They're panicked because of what would be in this legislation. And let me skip right through that part. Let's get down to the nut, as it were. One of the things that would happen is that could happen with this legislation is that plaintiffs who sue media outlets for defamations would be able to collect attorney's fees. Now, I had no idea that they couldn't collect attorney's fees, so that's big. Because then you get the media company to pay for the fee, too, if they're lying, caught lying, and successfully sued. I Now, this... This is genius, and I love this one. A provision would be added to Florida state law that specifies that comments made by anonymous sources are presumed false for the purpose of defamation lawsuits. That's huge. And then they would lower the threshold for a public figure to successfully sue. Now, all these are regarded as journalist privileges, and the journalists are in an uproar that they could be losing their privileges. And they say it's essential that people be able to talk to reporters without risking their jobs or their freedoms, that they oh yes there would be also be a provision that some that they could be compelled to reveal their sources again that is huge a judge could compel them to reveal their sources in defamation cases huge so Ron DeSantis is doing, and the Florida legislature doing some big things. I now I have some reservations about one or two of these measures, but overall, I think this is a great thing, and I think it would be absolutely wonderful if this led to a Supreme Court case that overturned New York Times versus Sullivan. I welcome your thoughts. I'm going to also bring this up tomorrow on our Saturday show. We're here at seven o'clock in the morning. I think I'll mention this with Derek, because Derek is kind of a newsy journalist type. Derek Hunter, columnist, town hall, also a radio host in a faraway market. So he hangs out with us during the 7 o'clock. I want to bring this up with him. Anyway, James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, we are going to get to many calls today, more than we usually do. WABC Talk Radio 77. Don't go away. Coming right back.
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
1: Talk Radio 77 WABC. The it's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdley. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdley. Rush, rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdley.
3: Bill Collins brings us back. Studio on WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. New York Democrats are in chaos with progressive left calling the state party. I love this. There is infighting going on in all kinds of places. And in the state Democrat party, there's infighting going on. Now, all of our phone lines are full, but I want to make an invitation. When we start taking calls, if any of you progressives... And I know you're out there. If any progressives want to call in, please identify yourself as a progressive. I bet they won't. But we I open the invitation anyway. You will always be treated respectfully. Because I want to know if this is real or is this just, this is real, I think. But progressive New York Democrats apparently have had enough. They've had enough of these state party Democrats who think they're too radical or whatever. And they're complaining that the state party doesn't run their their operations in a democratic fashion. George Albro, the co-chair of the Brooklyn Progressive Action Network. Lisa? George Albro, co-chair of the Brooklyn Progressive Action Network. Told Fox News Digital, I mean, he speaks to people on the right. I'd love to hear from this guy. The Democrat Party has to become more democratic. I like that. He should have said, Democracy dies in darkness. That's a that stupid slogan that the Washington, the Amazon Prime, Washington Post uses. But get this he says the Democrat Party has to become democratic right now it vies with North Korea in the degree of in their degree of democracy. He's comparing the Democrats in New York state that run the party to Kim Jong un and his communist regime, the Norks in North Korea. Meanwhile, there are others I mean, they, some of these progressives have signs they're holding up. Thanks to New York, we lost the House of Representatives. And what they're saying is they, they don't think they would have lost the House except they didn't go far enough to the left. The State Party Chairman, Jay Jacobs, has, is facing calls to step down from the progressives. Albro's Progressive Action Network originated in support of Democrat-Socialist Bernie Sanders' presidential campaigns, and now they've grown this thing into a nationwide grassroots organization. Over a 1,000 Democrats, including dozens of elected state officials, state Democrats, signed a letter in November saying that Jacobs has to go. And Jacobs, they're linking to the ex-governor, the failed governor, Andrew Cuomo. So that's Democrat infighting number one. Democrat infighting number two, this is lovely at the New York Times. There is a war going on inside the New York Times. Multiple open letters sent last week to the newspaper's management takes issue with the paper's recent coverage of transgender youth. So, listen to this. As thinkers, we are disappointed to see the New York Times follow the lead of far right-wing hate groups in presenting gender diversity As a new controversy, warranting new punitive legislation, reads one of those open letters. Okay, here's the translation. The New York Times has been covering some of the stories where people are righteously and absolutely saying, we have got to stop mutilating these children with these so-called gender-affirming policies, which are irreversible. And so a bunch of New York Times insiders teamed up with GLAAD to write this letter to the management, these open letters, attacking other journalists at the New York Times. Then the New York Times management stepped in, and they said, I love this from the New York Times management. They said, we do not welcome and will not tolerate participation by Times journalists in protests organized by advocacy groups or attacks on colleagues on social media and other public forums. In other words, they're telling these rabble rousers. Shut the hell up. Don't you attack your fellow journalists here at the New York Times. Don't go on social media and rag us. You work here. And stop lining up with these advocacy groups like GLAD and attacking us. Well, that set off the newspaper, guild, the union. And the union came all out, hey, you can't tell them that. And then it's just this whole thing has, I could go on. There's more, 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 more. It has descended into a civil war at the New York Times. Cancel culture has found its way into the old gray lady's bowels, the bowels of the newsroom at the New York Times. And it is not pleasant. The bowels of the newsroom are irritated at the New York Times over this transgender issue. Reporter attacking reporter. Unions attacking management. Management telling these far leftist reporters to shut the hell up and do your job. And stop attacking other reporters here. This is beautiful. You couldn't script this any better than it is. We have war inside the Democrat Party between the progressives and the not as whacked out Democrats, but still very liberal. Make no mistake about it. And now we have a war in the bowels of the New York Times newsroom. (sighs) Ah, certain days are just good news days, and I'm going to tell you, this is a good news day. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Oh, here it is. This is the wrong one. I asked for the other one. That's okay. We'll go in with this, and we'll come out with the other one. You know this song. WABC Talk Radio 77. We're coming back in a moment. Don't go away.
4: And she smiles when she feels like crying on and on, on and on,
1: on and on. Talk Radio 77, WABC.
2: James Golden, known
1: popularly as Bo Snerdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Rush, 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 All
3: right, Bob. You like the last song. Let's see whether you like this one. And everybody, I threatened a few weeks ago. Well, actually, I didn't threaten. I promised I was going to bring this in. Because to me, it was such a lovely surprise the first time I heard it. And that happens to be Earl Clue, one of the guitarists. So let's see if this strikes your fancy.
4: Down in Jamaica, they got lots of pretty women. Steal your money, then they break your heart some Sue, she's in love with Old Sam. Take him from the fire into the frying pan. Yes, I'm here. I'm on. here. She just keeps on trying. This was the original song.
3: No, this, yes, this like is the original artist, but this is a revision of the song. Earl Clue playing guitar, done in his samba style.
2: Very nice. When was this recorded?
3: 2008.
2: Poor old Jimmy sits on
4: in the moonlight, saw his woman kiss another man. So he takes a ladder, steals the stars from the sky, puts on Sinatra, and starts to cry on and on. He just keeps on trying, and he smiles when it feels like crying on and.
2: This is a very nice version. I never heard this before.
3: Yeah, I know. It's so beautiful. Very nice.
2: And it's also good Saturday morning music. You can play this tomorrow. Yeah,
3: and it's good Friday right? evening. Friday music evening with,
2: with a drink on Friday evening and coffee in the morning.
3: Yes, you can right. have your martini tonight and have your coffee have in the morning.
2: See, this is perfect background,
3: right? Right. Lift the shades,
2: the sun's coming up, or the sun's going down.
4: Got the sun on my shoulders, my toes in the sand. woman's left me for some other man. Oh, but I don't care, I'll just dream and stay tuned. Up my heart to see where it lands on and on. I just keep on trying, and a smile would be like dying.
3: That's
2: that's real nice.
3: That's beautiful, Stephen Bishop doing a remake of his song with Earl Clue. Now can I
2: can I point out something, please? Is it okay? You you know I was I was gonna say his original version. I was gonna say Stephen Bishop is he from Philadelphia because in his first recording of that song he says on and on on and on on." now no now we see now he's a new now he's on and on so he went from on and on to on and on so actually that's actually more confusing i don't know where is he from you guys i have no idea i can probably find out
3: yeah well you'll let us know i'll let you you, i'll definitely
2: let you know thanks for playing that appreciate it. it was nice
3: yeah yeah, beautiful beautiful stuff there, Stephen Bishop. Both both versions, Diego, thank you, of on and on. Let's get to some telephone calls here on WABC. Let's start in Westchester with Sandy. Sandy from Westchester, how are you this afternoon?
1: I'm good, Bo. I'm still into that nice music you just played. I forgot what I was going to talk about. it. <laughs> <laughs> But I think, all right, here I am. Okay, I have
3: a simple, uncomplicated answer to what is a woman. a woman. A woman is someone who can give birth to a baby. Simple end of conversation. That's it. I mean, that's how well, I see it and, anyway. that, and so, therefore, you agree with the definition, and I still can't believe that we are doing this. We have to come all the way into the future to go back to the very beginning of things. A woman has the ova, and I stand with the ova. And that' and if and so you're saying if she doesn't have the over, she's not a woman because only women with only women who have the over can have the babies Yeah. complicated for the troublemakers might start some comma some kind of crazy conversation about all the technicalities that's why I say the bottom line, if she can give birth to a baby, that's it, they can't say that's it. there's nothing else to say as far as i that's how I see it anyway. Thank you, Sandy. I appreciate it. Let's go to John in Staten Island. John, how are you? Hey, Bo. Uh, I was going to say, you know, since we have over 100 million people, over 65, we're into the uh, AMAC. I don't want to say AARP, because AMAC is basically a better group. But should we have representation? When I
0: walk along,
3: retired, and somebody wants to know if there are six gender, like 20 different broadcasts. Don't all the people have the, you know, at
1: least the respect to say you're medically altered. You're a man, a woman, you're, or you're medically altered. Either you're surgery or you're taking pills to get more hair on you or you're getting less hair. I think we need, uh, you know, like we're talking about getting rid, you know, not getting rid of Social Security. Where's the representation for everybody older that's retired? You
3: respect well, elderly people. Well, I mean, look, people. this is this goes to what Sarah Huckabee Sanders said in her response to the State of the Union, we are now past the point of talking about political parties right and left. We are now in the point in our country it has devolved to either crazy or normal. And that's it, either normal or you're crazy. Because some of the, now look, and when I say that, I don't mean to hurt anyone's feelings that has dysphoria. I will say this every single time. I totally get that there are people with dysphoria, and dysphoria is not—it is a condition. It's real. It is a medical condition. It is a real thing, though, and so I don't say anything with the intent on harming anyone's feeling or or trying to disparage them in any way whatsoever. Ben Shapiro got got—he um, he is really clear on this topic and one of the things that he's upset people with he says look there's this is a mental disorder and okay that upset people but what are we talking about here we're talking about people who do feel mentally that they don't belong in the body that they that they're in it's a real thing okay but to expect and i call this the minority the tyranny of the minority To expect that the entire society has to reorder itself and reorder the way that we have been thinking since the beginning of time to please a small segment of society is absurdity. There is such a thing as normal, and again, not said pejorative. Normal, the norm meaning most of the people an overwhelming majority of people and an overwhelming majority of people on planet earth are not confused at all or do not have any dysphoria regarding gender now for those that do we should of course treat them kindly and and with respect but that doesn't mean that we have to be accused, accused of being intolerant or bigoted because we don't go along with their point of view. We should respect their point of view. doesn't mean you have to bend over to it. So here we are with Kansas today signing a bill that basically defines a woman and who thought that this would be necessary now, this has become part of the political battlefield, and we're on a, in, in a political battlefield you have to fight. And so, every single Democrat up for election, every single one, every single one that faces a Republican opponent, should be made to answer this basic question Do you believe in the scientific and the legal definition of a woman and a man? And just leave it there. We have to take a break. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, WABC Talk Radio 77, coming back right after this. Don't go away.
1: 77 W.A.B.C. My new it's the rush hour with Bo Nerdly goes by the pseudonym Bo Nerdly rush, rush. Now, here's Bo Nerdly
3: Robin Sick brings us back. Yeah, I think he had to settle a big suit with the uh, Marvin Gaye estate <clears throat> way back when. Are you a fan? Hey Scott, are you a fan of Robin Thicke?
1: Eh, not as much as you. <laughs> ah! I know you're a big fan. It's <laughs> okay.
3: I like him. I mean, he's all, he's all right. I
1: like his dad in Growing Pains.
3: I never watched Growing Pains. Was that one of those shows like Friends?
1: It was before that. It was uh, the one of the ABC wacky whatever night that was. Was that Wednesday night? I don't. Remember. I didn't
3: watch it. I don't, I don't really
1: know. It was. That's from the '80s before all
3: that. It was the 80s. You know, we have to have one speaking at ABC. Scott Bio. I you know. Oh, yeah. yeah, Scott yeah, Bay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we text each other once in a while. So, um I'm going to I'm going to ask Scott to come on the show one Saturday if we if we can get him. Yeah. My niece turned me on to this one. You know what we're going to do tomorrow? Tomorrow, I'm going to introduce the audience, some of you. Some of you already know this artist that I'm going to. We'll just hear a little snippet from him today. But tomorrow, I'm going to actually, I, I asked Matt, and Matt, Matt put some in the library today. One of my favorite male vocalists is Will Downing. Diego, yeah, go hit a little. Uh, Will. And this is an Angie Bulfill tune. And this is Will Downing. So tomorrow, we're going to jam with some Will Downing in the morning. Among others, not going to be an all thing. But I just happen to really love Will Downing as a vocalist.
4: I've try to do the best I can for you. But it seems it's not enough. Well, let's head
3: back to the telephones. John in Reno, Nevada, how are you? Thank you for waiting.
1: I'm doing good, James. How are you?
3: Doing very well, thank you.
1: I tell you, what I wonder about most is this. You know, in another 20 years or so, we're going to have ironed out this question of what a woman is. And I wonder what the next scam the far-left woke people pull. Uh, When this is done and passed, there will be something else that comes up. And I can't wait to see what the next thing they come up with is.
3: I have no clue what it could be. I mean, we've already extended the the alphabet. I remember when it was just we used to just talk about um, gays and lesbians, and now it's LGBTQIA plus.
1: Bestiality would be if I had stop it. If I had to take stop it. Spain stop it. Spain just legalized it. What are you talking about? Look it up. Look up Spain and bestiality or bestiality.
3: You can't be serious.
1: I am. We can talk about it tomorrow. I'll look. I'll find it. I'll find the article.
3: Oh no, you cannot. You, Diego. What is it? Did you just look at something? What did, What did you find?
1: Ah, uh, no. <laughs> we're looking up sound effects for the next show, but
3: I. Oh, thank you. Because you were looking like for a minute, you found something. I was just like. Oh, what happened in there? It was—it was kind of also a reaction to
1: what Scott says, just kind of like, "Oh no,
3: Scott, you, know? you had you could." We're holding you to this in the morning.
1: <laughs> we'll find the Bring story. Proof. I'll find the
3: story. Bring proof, and it better not be any cool conspiracy stuff it's either. It's not. It, Ryan a, found it.
1: It was this week. It was, this was like Two days ago,
3: Ryan.
4: All right, let me set the record straight. Um, the answer, in short. No,
1: that is a lie. They did not uh, legalize bestiality. No. Oh. <sighs> and thank goodness they the didn't. I'll find the story.
3: All right, I'd we're love gonna to be proven wrong. Okay. Whew. Good grief. See? I said no coup conspiracy stuff. You know who was influencing you. Yeah,
1: I know. She was just over here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: John, thank you. I don't know what's next, but it better not be that. Robert in, in Suffolk County. Robert, you're up next. How are you on WABC?
1: Okay, Bo. You're having a good time there, huh? Yes, we are. It's Good All Time right. Friday. Good. Um, on the serious side? Yes. There was a movie last year called White Noise. And play by play it is exactly what happened and took place in the same town
3: i have heard this east movie was palestine. on netflix
1: east palestine
3: right this movie was
1: train wreck of hazardous materials
3: this there was on netflix right they played that white noise on netflix right diego why you still no, I, up sound effect no i was effects? just saying i
1: heard about that
3: yeah okay i heard about that too and i read a little bit about it too Now, The Hill today has a uh, column, Biden faces political threat with East Palestine train derailment. It's like, really? You figured it out, huh? Congratulations to the journalist over at The Hill. They have figured out that this could be a problem for Joe Biden. It could be a wider, and oh, there was also an article. I did not print this one. I'm like, I can't do this. I'm not going to read it. So I'll just tell you what it said. There was an article. It was either in in, in AW American Wire News or Bizpack Review or on my website The Daily BS about how uh Pete Buttigieg showed up with brand new boots and he's like Mr. Fashion Guy with his brand new brown boots in in East Palestine. So yeah, let's go to Cool Whip in the Bronx. Hello, Cool Whip. Hey. Do you know? Hey, listen, do you know listen, Corn listen. Pop? I, yeah, I beat him up. Oh, listen, Okay. This is. Let
1: me just tell you th- uh, two things really quick, and, get, and then I'll hear from you. Quick, quick, quick.
3: Um, did you hear the stories that I heard? I, I I I can't really say they're true or not, but maybe you would have heard them. That you know you can bet. Now you can what? bet on it, and in the not- death pool, right? And they have a death pool. Who's gonna die first? Out of, out of the president, and Jimmy Carter came in second. So, so not they funny. Actually, they actually, you, know, you know, not funny. And our prayers, by the way, are with President Carter and his family. It's time for us to go. we got to leave. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. May God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. Thank you for being here today on Fun Friday. See you tomorrow. Bye.
4: Thank you.